Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning into the Claudio Relsano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center and recording from the My Policy Quote Studios. My Policy Quote, our brand new sponsor. Uh, thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Um, also, uh, as always, want to thank Rick Mitchell, our uh, the guy who does my introductions and outros. Appreciate you, Rick. And, of course, my fantastic producer, Mr. Adam Zalouf. Could not do the show without Adam, that's for sure. Today's guest is the best Pittsburgh sports author out there. Um, maybe that's narrowing it down too much. He's a great author, period. But he has written such fantastic books, classic pens, the 50 greatest games in Penguin history, um, 1976 national champion uh, Pitt team, Pittsburgh Pirates all-time team, Pittsburgh's greatest athletes, Pittsburgh's greatest teams, uh, classic Bucks, the 50 greatest games in Pittsburgh Pirate history, the Pirate Encyclopedia, you name it. Uh, he's written about it in Pittsburgh sports. If you want to know anything about Pittsburgh sports or if you're a fan of Pittsburgh sports, our guest today, Dave Finoli, is the guy that you have to read. He has a brand new book out that we're going to talk about. Dave, thank you so much for joining our show. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, you've been on before. and we're gonna. Every time you write a book, you're coming on. <laughs> there you go. Which means you're going to be on another 20 times at least. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Well, you know what? Before we talk about your new book, um, as I've listed some of the books that you've written, what mm -hmm. inspires you to write all these books? Is it the, is it you that are inspired by the, the topic or is it the, the fans that you hear ta talking about these particular topics? A little bit of both. What is it? Well, I, I, I grew up uh, just in love with uh, sports in Western Pennsylvania. Um, and every time I do a book, I just find out more and more uh, things that just interest me. And um, it, it's just wanting to tell that story, wanting people to know how amazing a history uh, we have in Western Pennsylvania in sports. And um, usually it's it's just the research from the book before learning more things that inspire me to do, uh, uh, the next topic. Um, you know, talking to some of the authors like Tom Rooney, um, who, uh, will come up with some great ideas for, for, for some books. Um, you know, it, it's just many things, but just, just mainly telling the story of, of things that I've grown up loving so much. Now, what, to, what was the hardest thing about, uh, or let, me, let me ask you this. This is a better question. Out of all the books that you've written, which one was the toughest to write? Boy, I'll tell you. Um, I, I uh, love love the Altoona Curve for sure, but I, I wrote a book called Baseball in Altoona that was inspired by a major league team the city had in, in 1890 that um, they had for about a month. And I thought, what an interesting story that would be. And as I researched, it really wasn't. And uh, <laughs> uh, it, it ended up being the story of uh, mostly the Altoona curve year by year. Um, 
so that that was that was kind of the toughest only because it you know i i expected one thing and the the research really really didn't turn up an exciting story so to get through that one and 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 uh, uh ended up being a bit of a difficult chore how hard was it to write when Cobb met wagner um i mean i i enjoyed it but while i was reading i'm thinking you know where did you get the information how far did you have to dig for it um were you worried about when, when you talk to second, third party people, were you worried about accuracy? How hard was that book to write? Um, I, I didn't really feel it was, it was difficult. I mean, I knew a lot of the stuff going in. Um, we, uh, Bill Rainier and myself just combed through uh, newspapers at the time, sporting news at the time, trying to tell the story as it happened rather than um, the story as we have been told over the years. Um, you know, we found out several interesting things, such as one of the reasons Cobb struggled so much was he um, he was afraid if if he drove through Ohio, he'd be arrested because of a, a situation he had with a, uh, a hotel detective in Cleveland uh, that he had beat up, and uh, they there was a warrant for his arrest, so he had to drive up through Ontario and then down to Pittsburgh. Um, which exhausted them. Um, so, I, I mean, we were able to find out some great stories like that, and, and uh, um, it, it really was a joy to research. Uh, those are the kind of things I love that you're you're, you're going back in time. Um, you know, taking uh, it, it's a lot of extra work, but it's it's um, in my eyes, it's the only way to do it because you're going to get the true stories sure. um, as they happen. You know, for the boxing show that we do, the Boxing Authorities with uh, Luther Dupree Jr. and Smokey Jim Frazier, one of the topics yeah. was, um, I think it was to compare towns like Philadelphia, mm -hmm. New York, uh, the New England area, and Pittsburgh, you know, which one maybe had the better boxing scene. But as I was researching Pittsburgh, I didn't, I, I knew Pittsburgh was big time in boxing. But I didn't realize how many fights were here per week. And then Forbes Field, how many big-time fights. I mean, they hosted the Walcott-Charles uh, championship fight. They hosted Billy Kahn a few times. I think Jake LaMotta uh, fought here at, at Forbes Field. I mean, I didn't know that Forbes – I knew they had a few, but I didn't know they had that many big-time fights. Um, well, in the, in the first half of the um, uh, 20th century – Pittsburgh was one of the big hubs of boxing in, in, in the country. Um, probably if you, if you really look at it, secondary only to, uh, uh, to New York, but it was, it was, it was major league. I mean, Harry Greb was here, uh, Jackie Wilson, uh, Charlie Burley. Um, and we are blessed to have one of the great boxing historians, um, who helped Roy McHugh, um, uh, put yeah. together his his great book, um, Doug Cavanaugh, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I to be honest, I knew it was big like like yourself, but until I talked to Doug uh, a few years ago, I didn't really know how big it was. But it was it, it was probably in the top two or three in the country, and and very well uh, represented in, in, uh, in many of our books. Very much, yes, that's for sure. And one thing before we go to our first quick break is I, I get asked on our show again if um, there will ever be a big-time boxing 
event here in Pittsburgh. I know years ago, Larry Holmes fought, fought um, Ronaldo Snipes at the Civic Arena, and, and that was a big deal. And um, I, obviously, Spadafora had a few big events here, too. We certainly have the venues for it, which we're going to talk about some of those venues from your new book. But hopefully uh, somebody can come. It's always about money. So hopefully somebody can come up with the money and uh, put it up there and we can have a nice uh, fight here. Do you ever think that'll happen? Well, I hope. I, I was at the uh, home snipes fight and, and it was one of the great, uh, great sporting experiences of my life. And, and you, you hope you can see something like that again. I know there are some guys here um, trying to relight the um, Pittsburgh uh, boxing, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, one thing is the sport has to be um, reinvigorated. Uh, what a great history, what a great sport it is. Um, it's a shame that it's, it's kind of been uh, uh, dug into the ground a little bit over the years, uh, over the past 15 years, but, I mean, there would to me there'd be nothing better than if we could uh, uh, get the sport back together first and then uh, light the fire in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break, Dave. We're going to hear from our great sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson Laurie, and our new sponsor, My Policy Quote. Call Lou Raggiani at 844-786-8311. All these guys, Dr. Roscoe, Dom, Eric, and uh, Lou are great people. I've dealt with Lou now for several years. And uh, again, you have a problem, he'll, he'll take care of you as quick as he possibly can. Good guy, good company. Don't forget about our show, The Boxing Authorities. Check us out on PCTV21, Comcast, PCD40, PCTV47, Verizon. Also on Channel Box, click on the WBC Live uh uh, icon and there's some big news coming up about the box about the boxing authorities which i cannot wait to share with all of you it's uh, something that we've really been waiting for for quite a while so we're very excited to share that and also don't forget about my book lead from the heart up and and the boxing authorities with luther dupree jr and smoke is your fraser i got to mention them but uh, my book which david uh, was a part of he helped me out quite a bit and i appreciate dave's uh hands in that book but uh, lead from the heart up not the neck up how to create a positive winning culture on the field and in the office you can get it on my website you can get it on the john melvin publishing.com website amazon barnes and noble website and the barnes and noble and robinson township as a matter of fact i think my book is right next to dave finoli's and robinson township so we we'll right back with author dave finoli Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Laurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric.
Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. How much was your tax penalty for your health insurance last year? Were you told your health premium was going to be something, then you wound up paying a huge tax penalty? Are you tired of being lied to about your premium and then getting stuck in the penalty box? Lou and his team at My Policy Quote are your number one draft pick. They have access to all the top carriers, and as a brokerage, they have full market visibility with the tools and experience. Let Lou help you and your family find truly affordable quality insurance and quarterback your power play to get you out of the penalty box. Call Lou and his team at 844-786-8311. Okay, Dave, um, tell us about your new work, which I'm very interested in because I love the venues here in Pittsburgh. It's all yours. All right. Well, I mean, I um, had this idea probably a few years ago. Um, you know, thought, thought it'd be interesting. And then, um, probably about a year or two ago, Tom Rooney called me up and, and said, Hey, I got an idea. What about telling of the venues, sporting venues in, in Oakland? And to me that, that was, you know, knowing I had thought about that in the past, Tom bringing it up. I thought that that has to be our, our next book. Um, so basically I went down to Oakland. I started at the Forbes Field Wall. Uh, found the uh, the points of where Duquesne Gardens stood. Walked to there, which uh, turned out to be an apartment complex. Uh, now an apartment complex uh, across from St. Uh, Paul's Cathedral. And I walked where um, where uh, Pitt Stadium stood, and then walked up to um, the Fitzgerald Field House to try to get an idea of how close these venues were. It took about 20 minutes to get the whole way around. So imagine, if you will, being able to see any major sporting event in the city you wanted to and only had to walk 20 minutes to catch yeah. them all. And that, to me, was, was the inspiration for this book. Because between 1909, when Forbes Field was built, and when the Civic Arena built, was built in 1961, that's how it was here. Um, you could see baseball uh, at Forbes Field. Um, the Steelers at Forbes and then at Pitt Stadium. Um, the Pittsburgh Hornets are, are a great minor league hockey team at the Duquesne Gardens. Duquesne played at the Duquesne Gardens. Um, Pitt played not only in uh, Pitt Stadium, but they played underneath Pitt Stadium in, a, in something called the Pitt Pavilion, which was built underneath, I, I believe, um, Gate 2, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, but there was a basketball arena underneath Pitt Stadium. It was dirty. Oh, wow. It was cold. Um, the op- opposition had the dress outside uh, <laughs> of the arena and then walked in the cold, damp, dampness uh, outside to get into the pavilion. Um, and then, of course, when uh, the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse was built, uh, we, we had one of the, the great nationally renowned wrestling programs in the country yeah. at that point in time. We had uh, we had pit basketball, and then uh, when the gardens were uh, destroyed in 1956, pit or became basketball moved to the Fitzgerald Field House. Um, 
so that to me was such an outstanding thing. In fact, in 1909, when the Pirates opened Forbes Field against the Chicago Cubs, that night Jack Johnson fought at the Duquesne Garden. So many people wow. walked from Forbes Field over to the Duquesne Gardens to see, to see the heavyweight champion of the world. So that, that wow. just emphasized what a fabulous time it was in Pittsburgh sports. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Now, those buildings that you talked about, how, like, for example, when a building is built now, they say it's state of the art, you know, everything's state of the art. Were any of those at the time, I, I, I'm sure the Civic Arena was, that was the first that looked like that. I'm pretty sure. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, but they were all, if you read the original assess, assessment, even the Pitt Pavilion when it was originally built. Uh, they went on what great lighting it had, which it did not. They went on how state-of-the-art it was, which it was not. Um, I mean, the floorboards were were horrible. As I said, you know, the locker rooms were outside the stadium. Um, it was cold to the point that um, players wore coats when they were on the bench and, and fans never took them off. Um, but that was said to be when the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse was built, um, which was originally called the Memorial. Uh, field house. It was the same thing, state of the art. And of course, they were dumping on uh, the Pitt Pavilion at the time, saying how miserable it was at the end of its tenure. Um, and state of the art that the Fitzgerald Field House was. And and so when these things were all built, I mean, Pitt Stadium, um, same thing. It was one of the great venues of its time. But you know, uh, throughout the course, you know, those those didn't hold up. Even the Civic Arena, which I thought while it had great memories in it was one of the most uncomfortable places to sit. If you had to sit in the upper half of it, um, the roof didn't work. I mean, they, there was a lot of things that, that went wrong with what was considered the state of the art, uh, arena of its time. Um, but as I always say, you know, that's what made places like three river stadium. So special it wasn't the way they were built because there was really nothing special about, the stadium per se, but it's the memories that were put inside. Pitt Pavilion had two national championship pit teams. Uh, Pitt Stadium had um, uh, six, 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 yes, six national champion um, teams inside it. Um, Forbes Field had three national championship pit teams, um, along with the great uh, baseball. So it, that's that's what makes the stadiums spectacular: is the memories you have inside them. And, and that's very true. And I, I've jotted some notes down and usually I have an idea of what I'm going to talk about each show, but this one, I just kind of want to let it flow because I knew it would with you, but, and, and not to get off the book for sure. And, and maybe we can kind of incorporate mm -hmm. it within the book. But uh, sure. for me, as I told you before, and, and again, I know the fan, the fans of the show are tired of hearing it, but August 19th, 1973, I went to my very first pirate game and I'm still looking mm -hmm. at the, the calendar that uh, I got that day. Um, but for me, three River stadium had memory. Uh, memories aren't even the word. I mean, I absolutely love that place. I have so many pictures of that building in my office, in my home. I have the two couple statues of the place just what was devastated when they tore it down, to be honest with you. So let me ask sure. you this. And, and I know that you have memories there as well, but uh, that that place meant the world to me. As I said, I, I think I told you, 
I mean, obviously you knew my uncle worked there and he used to take me there on Sunday mornings. Well, picture this, you know, I was eight, eight, nine, 10 years old. I used to get out in the locker rooms, but when I was a little bit older, I used to kind of roam around the stadium by myself, you know, and before people yeah. got in. So th that place just meant the world to me. I love that place. But let me ask you this. My opinion is when you go through the Fort Pitt tunnels and you see the city just jump right at you and then to your left, yeah. you saw the building of Three River Stadium. Now, everybody talks about PNC Park and I know it's, you know, it, you can't talk negative about PNC Park. I get that. But for me, the the building itself, you know, the, the way Three Rivers was with those wavy cement pieces or whatever you want to call it and, and uh the, the the stadium the way it looked and just how big it was and how intimidating it, it was structurally for the eye um architecturally i don't think it's a comparison between pnc park and heinz field and three river stadium now the view at heinz field i mean uh, uh pnc park is great i get it mm -hmm. yeah but your thoughts on what I just said as far as the way the buildings looked and compared to each other? Um, well, I'm unique. Um, and I, when you're looking at that view, as you described, Three Rivers, there's just something about seeing Three Rivers Stadium at that point rather than the two buildings now. It just really struck you. Um, so I, I would agree with you. When I, when I was coming out of the tunnel and Three Rivers Stadium stood there, you just got goosebumps. Yeah. Um, Without a doubt, but you know, I mean, PNC Park is is just a brilliant park. No ifs, ands, or buts. But the memories basically constitute two or three evenings. Um, whereas <laughs> it, 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 it's countless what you're looking at when you're um, when you, when you're looking at uh, through River Stadium. I mean, you know. What we put in the book when we wrote the Three River Stadium book could have tripled and quadrupled that book and still sure. get people on the uh, on the edge of their seat. And um, I mean, we're we're kind of toying with one right now that's going to celebrate the 1970s, uh, which we're hoping is going to be our next venture. Good. And that's going to be a lot of things that happen in that stadium. Um, so it, I'd rather have exciting baseball and maybe maybe not the great sight lines uh, versus <laughs> what we have now. Right. Now, let me ask you the same thing about the Civic Arena. Um, I was there one time when they had NWA wrestling and they opened up the arena, uh, the roof, but um, there was something different about that state, about the Civic Arena. You know, the Igloo. Console's nice, but it could, if you're driving by it, you could think it's, you know, business offices. I don't know. This is just my opinion. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. For me, the Civic Arena and Three River Stadium, uh, obviously it holds special memories. I remember going to my first wrestling match back in 1980 when Bruno fought Larry Zabisco. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in the Civic Arena. It was a big deal. And I never got tired of that place either, just like Three River. Sometimes I would just go for walks around Three River Stadium, and I, I was so attached to that place. And um, sure. But but what do you think about the building compared uh, – uh, uh, Civic Arena to uh, console. Well, again, it's a, it's the same thing. Um, I from the outside, there was no comparison. I mean, just always something special about the igloo. 
uh, as you as you looked at it as it people would marvel from out of town when they would come in and see it for the first time um, and you i mean you know the the memories uh, of of my youth there um you know, which started uh, with with going to see Penguin games in the late seventies, early eighties, uh, paying five dollars to sit at the top of the stadium, and then <laughs> being on the glass by the end of the first period because nobody was there, and then just being in awe in nineteen ninety one when they were crushing the Minnesota North Stars eight to nothing in in Game Six of the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, and I. I Chris uh, Fletcher, who, who sure. I do the podcast with and write the books with, um, he was in L.A. at the time. He was uh, editor of a um, trade publication. And he called me at the beginning of the third period, which um, large leads will, will afford you that in a championship game. Um, and we just were on the phone the whole third period and then, and then uh, through the celebration after on the ice, just – did we just see what we saw? Is this what we started seeing at the Civic Arena so long ago? And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I had been to games four and five um, uh, of that series. And in game five, uh, when Troy Loney, uh, Troy Loney scored the um, uh, clinching goal late in the game. And I think it was the only time I ever broke a fist because you could hit the top of the stadium from where we were sitting. And I put my fist up and whacked, uh, whacked the edge of the roof. Um, and, but, but it didn't matter because it was, you know, we were seeing history in the civic arena and, you know, we saw Bruce Springsteen so many times and, and, um, Billy Joel. And, and, uh, uh as you said, we saw wrestling. I, my first wrestling match was Bruno and his son, uh, were, were on a tag team in the, in the early eighties. About 85. Um, yeah. So it, it was, it was just an amazing collection of memories that just made that place special. And I, I've had some at the, at the, the um, PPG uh, Paints Arena, but it's just not the same. It doesn't have, you're right, it doesn't have the personality. But what would I call a console? Okay, what, it's PPG, my yeah. fault. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a problem, not a problem. Um, let me ask you this. Now, you talked about uh, like the Duquesne Gardens and all that. Did you talk to any older people? interview older people who were in those buildings at all for your book? You know, I, I found this uh, nice old uh, older uh, lady who um, just was in love with uh, watching uh, Chuck Cooper back then. And I originally interviewed her for my book on Chuck Cooper, and she just got into such a descriptive we started talking about the Duquesne Gardens, and she just got into such a descriptive thing, how the fans were right on top of um, the players. Um, the um, the floorboards were quite slick and 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 wet. As back then, it wasn't uh, necessarily easy to put uh, a wooden basketball floor on top of uh, um, on top of ice, uh, right. which the uh, Hornets played. But she she had such a great memory uh, of fans being on top of the game and. You know, just that she had never had a feeling like that before. Um, similar to what I described, uh, basketball at the, the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse um, compared to the Pete. And um, 
you know, we had talked to a couple others, but her description of it kind of fired you up to find out more. Were people upset when they tore down Forbes Field to move the three rivers? I mean, obviously some people were, but I mean, was it a was it a, a negative time? Were they excited about going to the three rivers? Because I know people, I wasn't, but a lot of people obviously were very excited for PNC to be built in Hines. But yeah. what was the feeling back then with Fort when Forbes was going down? Well, I use my dad's description as an example when, when people ask that. My dad, I remember as a kid. Now, mind you, um, when he was much older, um, not long before he died, he would tell me just what a wonderful facility Forbes Field was and how he missed it. But he went to uh, the opening game at Three Rivers. And I remember before he went, he said to me, you know, that Forbes was uncomfortable. <laughs> you had bad sight lines and the place smelled like urine. Uh, and I'd heard that description before. Yeah. And I think that was while people were going to miss it, that was kind of the thought of it at the time. And then as, as it, you know, the memories uh, uh, were forced to uh, uh, work overtime to remember those days. That's when Forbes field was remembered uh, as it was as this fantastic yeah. facility. But if I go back to 1970, that, that always stuck with me. And that was a common thought at that point. So people I thought were excited about Three River Stadium coming. Uh, I'm sure they were. And it was you know, like some of the players said they had air-conditioned, carpeted locker rooms and all that. So I knew oh, the yeah. players were excited yeah. about it, but I wasn't sure how the fans were about it. But yeah. we're going to take another quick commercial break to hear from our great sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie, and our, our new sponsor, My Policy Quote. Call Lou Raggianti at 844-786-8311. Lou's a great guy. Michael Carrots, who's also with my policy quote, great people. Don't forget about my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. Get that at my website. Our boxing show, The Boxing Authorities with Luther Dupree Jr. and Smokin' Jim Frazier. Check us out on PCTV 21 Comcast, PCTV 47 Verizon, and Channel Box. Click on the WBC Live uh, icon and my YouTube channel, Claudio Relsano TV. Check that out. And uh, we'll be right back with author Dave Finoli. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. 
We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Are you tired of paying too much for health insurance? With those enormous premiums, you lose yardage, then get sacked with all the upfront costs. What are you paying for? Lou and his team at My Policy Quote are your number one draft pick. They have access to all the top carriers, and as a brokerage, they have full market visibility with the tools and experience. Let Lou help you and your family find truly affordable quality insurance and quarterback your power play to get you out of the penalty box. Call Lou and his team at 844 844- Seven eight six eight three one one. Okay, Dave. If you remember, several years ago they had a game, the uh, sixty uh, game when Mazeros gets home run. They put it on Classic Sports uh, or whatever it's called on ESPN, and um, mm-hmm. that was the first time that I ever saw Forbes Field in different angles, like when a foul ball was hit. So you got to see more of the building because usually you just saw. I don't know, just the pitcher and home plate, and that was it. Or, you know, Mazeroski's, you know, front side shot. But uh, I I enjoyed seeing more of the stadium. Uh, Is there any other video other than that? They only have – Bill Bill and I, Bill Rainier um, and myself, have talked endlessly about that specific uh, subject. Um, This was – it's the only full game there I, I know of. Um, everything else is clipped, so it's the only time you really get to see the stadium as it was. Um, and I agree with you. I thought that was the most fascinating thing for me, um, obviously, other than seeing the city go wild and the greatest <laughs> moment in Pittsburgh history. Um, but that was such a fascinating thing to really – for for those who either I had never been to three or to Forbes. My first game was in 1970 at Three Rivers. My first baseball game was in Shea in '69. Oh wow! And um, so I another, another building I liked. Another building I liked. I'm sorry. Oh. Go ahead. So that was a great stadium, but um, that to me was was what and then what I continue to watch that game so many times for is to just take in what Forbes Field was. I, I I agree with you. That was by far the most interesting part of that of a game. That was a, a quite frankly one of the most interesting games in the history of the sport. Oh sure. Yeah, you mentioned Shea Stadium. When I collected baseball cards, especially in the early '70s, you could tell when the card, the picture was taken at Shea Stadium because of the the coloring of the clay, the grass, just just the something you knew it was Shea Stadium or for example there were a few huge wrestling cards at uh, Shea Stadium and you knew just by the picture it was from Shea Stadium um right I I don't know even you know you can tell like they used to criticize the stadiums they called them cookie cutters but for me I knew when it was three rivers or riverfront or you know whatever um it's it's just not the same anymore in my opinion these stadiums now they're nice you know the the one in baltimore and and all that again i i like the older maybe it's because i grew up in that time but um i mean your thoughts on that like with they they had a a character not just the players in the moments but even the buildings themselves had something about well i agree with you three um or shea stadium had that uh, kind of wild uh, wall outside with the different colors 
um, the Big Apple. I mean, there was certainly um, certainly personality to them right. um, that that doesn't get uh, um, appreciated as much anymore. Um, you know, Three Rivers maybe didn't have that kind of stuff, but um, on the other end, I, I mean, you know, our our basis of of um, what we're going to pull or pull from the 1970s book is going to be, you know, the, I, I don't know in the seventies, was there a place with, with better memories and, and, or a more successful baseball team? Um, you know, they, they didn't win the three world series as they should have, but um, because they should have won in, in 72, but um, you know, we make the claim that that was, arguably the best uh, talented baseball team for for nine years on there. I mean, they, they had one down season, which was in 73, and that was mainly because of um, uh, Roberto Clemente dying. Right. I, I mean, that was that was a great enough team that they would have sure. um, they would have captured the division. I'm, I'm positive of that. Well, before we get to the Eric Jackson, Lori final word, we're going to play a quick game that I just thought about, and I'm going to join it with you. I'm going to mention a venue and the first person that uh, comes to mind. Ready? Okay. All right. PPG. PPG is uh, Sid Crosby. Sid Crosby for sure. Three River Stadium. For me, it's Roberto Clemente. Roberto Clemente, and I'm going to cheat and say just the 70s Pirates. That uh, I, I think of Hebner. I think of not just the major, major stars, but I think of, you know, Richie Zisk and Royce and all those guys. I, but I, Clemente and that 70s Pirates. Uh, Civic Arena. Mario. I think of Bruno San Martino. Westfield. Westfield. Boy, I really have no uh, recollection of that. Well, where the uh, Homestead Grays used to play. Oh, okay, okay, because they played most of their games at Forbes. Um, oh, okay. Well, I mean, they played some at West, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, boy, I, I don't know if this predates them, but when I when I think of the Homestead Grays, Josh Gibson is, is the first person that, that comes to mind. Josh Gibson. Duquesne Gardens. Well, there's so many uh, just exceptional people that perform there, but Chuck Cooper's my hero. So right, I've, I know I've that. got to give him this. Yeah, right, right. For me, it was mm-hmm. Joe LaQuatra and Andy Kidd DePaul who who boxed there. So uh, they told me many stories about oh. Duquesne Gardens. Forbes Field. Forbes Field. I go between um, Hannes Wagner and um, and Bill Mazeroski. I'm with Maz and uh, Pitt Stadium. Uh, Pitt Stadium is Tony Dorsett. For me, it's Dan Marino. And finally, Fitzgerald Fieldhouse. Fitzgerald Fieldhouse is Bruce Atkins and Sam Clancy. Wow. Okay. For me, it's Keith Starr, who played at Quaker Valley, where I'm at, uh, or went to school. Mm -hmm. And um, Billy Knight. Remember Billy Knight uh, played for the Pacers and all that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the tremendous player, probably, sure. probably their best NBA player. Yeah, um, yeah, love in, in, the, in the school's history. Yeah, yeah. and and Keith Starr, you know, I knew him as a little kid. He's 
been on our show. So I always, every time uh, my daughter is in the color guarded pit, so we have to pick her up across the street from, and we park at the Fitzgerald. So every time I go there, sometimes I peek in there and I just, you know, think of Keith. I also think of Calipari because he was an assistant coach and that's where he was there at the time. But uh, for our Eric Jackson, Laurie, final word, criminal defense attorney, Eric Jackson, Laurie with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh call and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. Final word, David, where can people get not only this book, but all of your books? Well, uh, they can get all of them on Amazon.com. Just type in my name, David, F as in Frank, I-N-O-L-I, and it will bring up all the books. Um, most of the current ones you can get at Barnes & Noble. And um, Where Pittsburgh Played, which is our book on, um, on the Oakland stadiums, um, will be out on August 22nd. And um, you can get uh, that certainly at both of those uh, uh, venues or any online bookstore. All right. David, always appreciate you being on. You are a great author, but even a better person. Always appreciate you and uh, wishing you success with this book and all of your books. Well, I appreciate being on, and uh, uh, certainly you are one of my favorite people, my friend. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you, brother. I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't have you on if you didn't like me, right? I got enough people here. <laughs> That's right. I, I'd have a lot of guests there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you for everything. Thank you. You got enjoyed it very much. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, everyone. Hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Make sure you get those books. Uh, David's a great guy, as I said, a great author. So you, you'll definitely enjoy them, and you will definitely learn something. Uh, you'll find out things that you didn't know before about these venues and really about Pittsburgh sports history. As always, I want to thank our great sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie, and of course our new sponsor, My Policy Quote. Call Lou Ragianti at 844-786-8311. Uh, don't forget about our boxing show, The Boxing Authorities, with Luther Dupree Jr., Smoker Jim Frazier. Love those guys. They're the best. Uh, we have some news, hopefully, coming up soon that we can share about the boxing authorities. But uh, you can check us out on PCTV, and you can also check us out on Channel Box. Click on the WBC Live icon, uh, my YouTube channel, uh, Claudio Relsano TV. Check that out on YouTube. And uh, don't forget about Steel City Sports World, hosted by Luther Dupree Jr. And Jim and I are on that show as well. You can check us out on PCTV as well. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, oh, yeah. Got to thank Rick Mitchell again. And of course, Adam Zalouf. Continue to listen to our show. Subscribe to the show. Thank you so much for your great comments and emails. Um, and, and like I said, we appreciate you very, very much. So uh, as always, thank you, Mom and Pop. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Claudio Rosano Show brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com. I talk to my mom, she can't understand me.
She gets so cranky and irritable. Well, your mother's ears cannot understand speech sounds, and that leaves her trying to guess what you said. This makes conversation exhausting for her. Can we help her? Yes, Julie. Once we improve her hearing, she'll be less frustrated and be able to enjoy talking with you again. If your loved one needs help hearing and understanding, call the Roscoe Hearing Center at 814-375-0455. Hearing solutions with the care you've been looking for. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Are you tired of paying too much for health insurance? With those enormous premiums, you lose yardage, then get sacked with all the upfront costs. What are you paying for? Lou and his team at My Policy Quote are your number one draft pick. They have access to all the top carriers, and as a brokerage, they have full market visibility with the tools and experience. Let Lou help you and your family find truly affordable quality insurance and quarterback your power play to get you out of the penalty box. Call Lou and his team at 844 Seven eight six eight three one one. 